What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Dave. And this is Devin. And you're listening to the Dave and Dev Podcast. Dave and Dev. Gotta keep it real like Dave and Dev. On my job like Dave and Dev. Tell no lie like Dave and Dev. Some days I wanna stay in bed, but I get ready for the day ahead. I wanna complain, but I pray instead. Then I'm on my way to the Dave and Dev. And it go like, I don't need a crew. Don't play by he say, she say rules. Don't play, no, we can't do. I'd rather have faith while G-O-D make moves. So please stay cool. All, all I do is speak the truth on things I see they do. I'm a sinner myself. No lie, I need grace too. We lit like EKU. Yeah. Yo, what's up, Devin? Yo, what's going on, Dave? How you been? I'm good, man. I'm good. Glad to be on the podcast with you today. Bro, before we do anything else, my guy, for those of y'all who don't follow Devin on Instagram or Facebook, my guy and his lovely wife are expecting their first child, man. Praise God, bro. Uncle Dave, I'm so hyped, bro. I'm so hyped. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. So thank you. Please continue to pray for me and my my wife and the baby. So it's a, it's a blessing though. We 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 are blessed. Hundred percent, man. Well, I'm super hyped for you. Uh, I, me and Sheena were just talking about it earlier, like how pumped we are that you know you two, you guys are gonna be such good parents, man. Like we're we're pumped for y'all. I hope I can be half the parent you are, Dave. No, don't say that, dude. I'm a blush or something, man. <laughs> Well, hey, listen, man, let, let's get right into this. We have a special, special guest today. Uh, for those of y'all who are watching this on, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, you see him. For those of y'all who are listening, this is my guy, BJ Thompson. Uh, BJ is joining us today to talk about holistic health and wellness from a Christian perspective. You know, at Dave and Dev, that's what we try to do is try to put everything in the focus and lens of the Bible. And so I'm super excited to have you on, BJ. Man, tell everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, everything. We want the, we want the works. Mm-hmm. Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me on the podcast. Seems like you guys, you said Dave is a good parent. I got an 18-year-old. So, Dave, I need some parents and tips from you, huh? You're Mine listening. are only five and three, bro. I'm way behind. Oh, oh. <laughs> Wait till y'all get to the teenage years, and we'll be seeing if y'all call each other good parents then. So, I'm ready for that, bro. Um, yeah, so my name is BJ Thompson. I am a Dallas native, not a cowboy fan or a hater. Uh, married to my wife this year, Vanja, 20 years. Whoa. Um, yeah. Hey, this man's yeah. in his LeBron years. Yeah, but I still got the hairline. He's a vet. He's got the hairline. Hey, I still got the hairline. And yeah, so been with my wife 20 years. We have three children, 18, 14, 12 years old. Um, and I serve as a director of an organization called Build a Better Us. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, um, and I'm a coach. I'm a holistic coach, faith-based life coach. So very honored and excited to be here on a podcast today just to share with you guys. Man, All right. absolutely. So BJ, what got you into holistic health? Yeah, so... My mama had me at 17 years old 
And growing up in Dallas, I grew up in the height of gang culture. I'm the oldest of three children. And I just seen a lot of um, survival, a lot of survival, a lot of death, a lot of survival. And so, you know, when I went to the University of Texas, which is just an hour away, you know, I realized, man, nothing that I learned up until that point could, could tra- it didn't translate. So it's like everything you learn in one environment works. You move to another environment and you realize none of it works. Mm. I think it was then I just started re- recognizing that a lot of these things I had to unlearn and relearn. So, so much of my personal identity, spiritual formation, professional development, emotional health, mental health, spiritual health. So it was like all these different things started, you know, becoming a thing for the first time because I needed to know them in a different way than I had always known. them. And the thing that really pushed me to start seeing the connection between mind, body and spirit um, was, you know, unfortunately losing my dad in, in 2013, unexpectedly to a stroke, heart attack. He wasn't sick. He wasn't overweight, but he, you know, had a poor diet and took care of everyone but himself. Mm. And it was like at that moment, you know, in my journey, I could look at my own life and I saw, man, I'm on the same path. I'm, I'm, I have the exact same life. I just live in a different city. And so I'm on the same trajectory. And honestly, that's what really jolted me. I mean, that's what woke me up. And that's what truly got me into holistic living. Um, was recognizing I could not just focus on my spiritual life or just emotional life. I needed to be physical, emotional, spiritual, mental, all at the same time. So yeah, that's what got me into the journey. That's great. So like, just to, just for the audience, just for their purpose, like we got it. Can you explain what holistic health means to you? Yeah. So what holistic health means is just basically not just acknowledging the different aspects of who we are, mind, body, spirit but being intentional with your mind, your body, your spirit at the same time. Mm. So holistic health is just basically taking care of your full self, right? It's not just saying, you know, some type of diet or some type of thing that you just kind of a buzzword, right? Holistic health is just the idea is that you understand how these things work, not just individually, but collectively and your habits and your lifestyle reflect that. So that's what holistic health ultimately is. Bro, that's, (laughs) <laughs> that's money and uh for those of y'all who don't know and if you listen to the last podcast i talked about it just a little bit um i was really fortunate to be a part of your program the last cycle the, the transformation 45 day uh program what what brought that about where obviously you started this your journey for yourself back in 2013 but how did it come along to be in what it is right now Mm-hmm. So what Dave is mentioning, uh, I wrote a program called a 45 day transformation challenge. And we've had thousands and thousands of people across the world do this challenge. So it's been really kind of crazy. So I didn't even know that's kind of what was going to happen. And what really brought it about was I needed an organized way of understanding how to do this um, every day, practically as a lifestyle. Um, it can no longer just kind of be this thing that you, know, you feel guilty about things like, man, I need to just change my lifestyle, change my weight, blah, blah, blah. I needed a very structured thing. And I also I also wanted to create something that if my dad were to have taken it, like he would have like, it would have saved his life. Um, and so for me, a lot of the writing that I have done around this like program, you know, really started with me saying, let's just work on me. 
let me take care of myself. Let me see if this works on me. And then once I start sharing it with other people, Dave, you know, people was like, man, this is great. This works. <laughs> this is really like an effective program. That's kind of when I knew I had something. Uh, and yeah, so that's how I came about. Just seeing the results in my life, seeing how it helped friends. And then I just started sharing it across the world and people just started going crazy over it. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I, I think is really important because I've been on a little sales pitch for it. <laughs> for it. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I think that kind of picking out the pieces at a really high level is really uh -huh. important to talk about what, what do you feel like sets the 45 day transformation challenge apart from other 30 day challenges or 60 day challenges mm -hmm. or 21 day challenges? Like what, what makes that program different? Mm -hmm. I think what makes the program different is a couple of things. Is one, you get transformation without the trauma. So I think that's one of the first things. Transformation without the trauma? Say that, say that again, say that again. Yeah, I so said I think what I know what makes it different is you get the transformation without the trauma. <laughs> most most people have like programs that they create and they traumatize you. You know, there's a couple of, you know, 80 someday programs and you do it and you never do it again right so you never go back to doing that again and or you do something that you know there's 30 days it's 20 days and you you hate it you get the results but it traumatizes you to where you can never do it again and you know we have created a distinction by saying we're going to create transformation without the trauma i think the second thing that really stands out about the program that we created is you don't do it in isolation you do it in community Right. Mm. So everyone has a partner. If you go to 45 daytransformationcom that's our live element. Um, if you go to, I think it's 45 days.co, that's our friends and family element. And you can start anytime. When you get into this program, I think one of the most powerful things is you don't do it by yourself. You do it with your spouse. You do it with a friend. You do it with a cousin. You do it with a, a live community. So now it feels like a journey that you're going on with someone else, not this thing that you're doing by yourself. So that's what I would say, I think, makes what we do a little bit more distinctive um, than other programs. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. And, and you know, let, just to kind of interject my experience into this, like, mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing that was so helpful for me was right off the bat, you and Kyle like encouraged us, like watch the first couple of videos, like understand the, the mindset behind it, change your thought process. You're not, mm -hmm. you're not going this 45 days where you're going to kill yourself. And on day 46, you're like, man, I can't wait to smash a cheeseburger. Like that's that, right. like, cause in the past, like that's my, been my mentality when I try to do these challenges, you know? And mm -hmm. so for me, it's like you right off the bat, you were like, listen, like, I, I want to help you understand that all of these, you know, mind, body, spirit together, the way that that looks and that translates is like, you first have to take care of your, you know, your spiritual health, your mental health, and, and change mm -hmm. the game about why you're doing this, right? So what is your why? Yep. And I took it very seriously that you made us write down our why. That's and, right. And, and, and to me, it was, you know, I want to make sure I can play with my two kids. Like, I'm out here out of breath Good. every day in the floor. Like, you know, I want to make sure that they, they see their dad and they, they know that I, I take care of myself so I can take care of their mom and I can take care of them and love them well. And if I'm not taking care of me, they're seeing a poor reflection of my ability to take care of them. 
And so Good. that that's just like that whole shift right there. And just like the way you encourage, like, you don't have to be perfect. Like, don't strive that's for right. perfection because you're going to let yourself down. Like, I kind of came right. up with this rule in my head was like, I'm going to do everything I can to make 90 to 95 percent good decisions. Good. And I'm going to bust my tail in the gym and I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it in a way that's fun. It attacks the things I want to attack. And I, I, I better myself. Like that's ultimately Good. my goal. Cause if I'm doing this for 45 days only, I might as well not do it. But if I'm Good. doing this to change my life and change the course of my family's life, like, let me go in with a whole different shift. And like you, that starts with you and Kyle and like what the, the program y'all have created. So Good, good, huge, good. Huge kudos for that, man. Good, good. And I love what you're saying. You know, most people think about changing their life as changing their habits and really is changing your mind, right? Mm-hmm. There's a phrase that says, change your mind, change your life. That's where it really starts. You just have to start saying, I, need, I want my mind to change. Once you change your mind, and, and I love that you're saying this, decide your why. It, it needs to be your why. You know, everybody has different whys. My why was... I watched my father leave the world at 53 years old Mm. and left so much pain to my family, you know, with his unexpected loss because, you know, he's the strongest person in my family. And so it's just like this man, this strong man is gone because he he has not taken care of himself. And I'm like, wow, I'm on the same track. I do the same thing. I am, I'm not taking care of myself. I will give you the shirt off my back but I practice such poor self-care. And I think that, you know, if I could say to the audience anything, you know, it's strong people typically need the most self-care, right? Um, we'll run out, we'll go help someone else. We want to make sure we encourage them, we provide for them. Um, but we don't take the time out to take it seriously to take care of us. And your family is only going to be as served or healthy as you are. So if you running on fumes and you raggedy and you go, they're only going to be able to be served as much as you are healthy. Right. And if you don't take the time and I, and I know that that feels very, um, it sounds cliche to say that, say that, to say, no, you have to pause to take the time to start taking care of yourself. If you never take the time, it's never going to happen. Time will just continue on. There's always going to be a new task. There's always going to be somebody to serve. And then when you finally hit that point where you are burnt out and you are broke down and you are overwhelmed, there won't be anybody to help you because you created nothing but a bunch of dependents. Mm. Right. So, yeah. What y'all think? Yeah, I like that. Uh, Because a lot of times when I like I'm big on definitions. And so when I hear self-care, like immediately my mind goes to, oh, that's selfish. But then the way that you just just described it is self-care is helping yourself to help everybody else. It's almost like to be a a better tool, to be a vehicle to reach other people by helping yourself out. And um, I I really like the way that you define that there. Um, Another thing that I kind of want to touch on is that you said uh, the transformation without the trauma. So I'm a former student athlete and a lot of the the workouts that we did, like we did that for punishment. Um, So like in my mind, working out is associated with punishment. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, anytime someone says, oh, you know, we got to go run today. Uh, I don't don't like that. Are we going to go hit these weights today? Well, I got to go. I got to go max out because I hurt myself 
because I got to get prepared for this, you know, this upcoming game or something like that. So I really like the, uh, I like the transformation without the trauma. That's, those are, you know, I'm, I'm taking notes here as, as you're speaking mm-hmm. here, but these, these are, uh, these are all new things to me. So I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just say that, man, you think about it, man, you know, you go and try to take care of yourself. Cause remember, this is not about dieting. It's about taking care of yourself. Right. And you do something that you hate, your brain remembers it. Mm. Your brain actually stores it in your emotional brain. And your brain associates what you're doing, right, to take care of yourself with pain. Mm. And remember, your brain is wired to protect you from pain. Therefore, to do something that is excruciating that you do not enjoy is actually inducing trauma, no matter how effective it's been, right? So it's like, you don't even recognize because remember, and that's subjective, right? Because what could be torture for one person could be fun for another person. So even that is subjective, right? Wow. So I don't like running sprints. I run sprints. I don't like running sprints, right? If I try to use sprints as a form of self-care, either I'm going to have this excruciating anxiety going to go run sprints, or I'll never run sprints again because I'm traumatized by the idea of jumping on a track because I find no enjoyment, mm-hmm. right? This is what we taught people to do when it comes to taking care of themselves. We said, just eat broccoli, just run sprints, just cut out every carb in your life. And what happens is you don't recognize this. You are inducing trauma in your brain, what's called the amygdala brain, the emotional brain that is now paralyzed at the idea of taking care of you. And so I want to say for a lot of us, I think the reason why there's so much shame and guilt associated with like health transformation or ta- remember, I want to use this word taking care of yourself or having a relationship with taking care of yourself is because we have introduced things that cause us harm and that have traumatized us and our brain, our body doesn't want to return to them, even though we have a need to take care of ourselves. And so when you start down the journey of taking care of you, you always want to do two things. These are two rules. Do things that are both good to you and good for you. You don't want to do things that are good for you, but are not good to you. Mm. You don't want to do things that are good to you, but not good for you. You want to do both things that are good to me and things that are good for me. And when you start forming those habits, Deborah. You start recognizing, I actually enjoy taking care of myself now. I'm not running from it. I'm not just allowing myself to be um, traumatized quietly to where I never do it again. And I don't just let shame sit on me to where now I'm just overwhelmed. But yet I still have this need because my body is breaking down. So, yeah. What y'all think? I love it. I love it. Um, I want to ask, you know. Did you have any any like mentors or influence that help you get into this field? Uh, not necessarily. I, you know, you know, God has really blessed me to be um, a, a very decent coach. And so, you know, it's what's interesting is I've had mentors along the way who've helped me in a lot of ways. I and mean, really, what what my mentors primarily did was just fan the flames on my gift as a leader and as a mm. coach. As it relates to just being coaching, being a coach and being able to put together programs that are different in disciplines, I think some of it's just a natural, it's a gift of just coming up where I came from. It's like, if you know how to do it, you know how to do it. If you don't, you don't. 
Um, so I've never been able to kind of fake it because I come out of an environment of so much scarcity and struggle that if you don't know how to do it, you just don't know how to do it. So for me, when I started writing these programs, a lot of people were very shocked that I could take these disciplines. But you got to remember the correlating disciplines to stuff you're building on. If you're building on spiritual formation, phys- physiology, mental health, um, interpersonal relationships, introspection, if you have enough foundational stuff, all you need is one habit from that thing to help people. You don't have to, you don't have, to have a lot, right? And then you help them do that one habit that is being informed. Like one quiet thing, I don't, you know, I don't say this to show off or nothing, but I, for our pro- program is developed, you know, under the guise of microbiology. So a lot of these things is like, I'm actually writing into the program things that are based off of microbiology, but my clients don't know it. They don't know that I'm writing this off of microbiology. So much so that many of my clients will go to the doctor and the doctors will be blown away. Like your blood is good, heart rate is good, this is good, that is good. They don't know when I wrote this program, I was actually thinking about cardiologists. I'm thinking about like psychologists. I'm thinking about some of these things for their vitals so that when they do it, it's both good to them and good for them. And they don't know why it's so good. They don't know why it works so seamlessly, but that's what a good program is, right? A good program works seamlessly and it gets you excited about taking care of yourself. Um, It doesn't leave you traumatized. So no, as an as a exercise science and a physical education professor, um, I, w- I would say I co-sign on everything that you said and that <laughs> oh, I've yeah. seen from Dave. Like, it, I mean, it is legit. I mean, if someone told me, like, you know, hey, what do you think about this plan? I would, you know, I have a doctorate in this stuff. I look at it and I was wow. like, it's legit. So it, it's legit. I, I mean, you can't, you, can't, you can't say, you know, you see the results, you see, you see, that people are, are making changes in their lifestyles. But yeah, all this stuff that you've said so far, I, I mean, I, I would have to co-sign. Wow. Wow. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah, Come on, Dave. So like what we what we got to find out is like, what's next, bro? Like what's next for, for me? What's next for, for Build a Better Us? Like what what's coming down the pipeline that like you can tell the people that would listen to this and, and people that, you know, follow you already? Like what, what's coming up for you, man? Yeah. That's a great question, man. So, you know, it's been interesting, man. I never endeavored to be famous. I never to endeavor to be like a public figure. I'm really, I really enjoy, you know, being um, low key. I don't really enjoy being in the spotlight. And I think what's, what's interesting is a lot of my gift has kind of forced me into the spotlight, right? So it's forced me into more public domains and what I've been comfortable with. And so with that, you know, what I've been trying to do is just be um, measured and a good steward of that. And so I have a major product product coming out this year um, that I have not released yet, that I can't talk about just yet. So that's coming. Um, I'll have to have you back on when that comes out, bro. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I have that. I have, you know, retreats. Um, I'm already an author. So you can go to my Amazon, pick up my books, other his and her books already. And I'm a philanthropist. Um, we, you know, provide food, clothing, shelter, and water for orphans. Yeah. Um, in Uganda, and yeah. So I think that the next thing for me, man, honestly, is I've been in this game so long. I've been in the game for 22 years. I think that now I'm really pivoting to developing a lot of leaders um, and helping organizations make this 
aspects of reality and taking a lot of these concepts that have been in my brain, excuse me, across disciplines and putting them on paper. So it's like I'm writing these programs, we're doing curriculums, but it's starting to take these things. We're going to put it all together and condense them into some product, some program that allows people to consume it much easier on a massive level. Yeah. Um, and so that's what, what's going on with me. It's been fun. Like I said, it's been really fun. You know, I've done a lot of stuff. I travel, I speak, I coach. But I think the thing that I love the most is that I get to help thousands, tens of thousands of people across the world make transformations they never thought they would be able to make before. Um, and that means a lot to me. So, yep. All right, last question from me real quick. Okay. What would you say to that Christian out there that's that person that's like struggling with navigating this mind, body, spirit, like journey, like what would you say to them that, that could encourage them to, to make that transformation? Good question. Mm -hmm. I was about to ask the same thing. It's a great question. So what I would tell them is whether you know it or not, the way you compartmentalize is the detriment of, will be to the detriment of you. All right. I'll say it again. Whether you know it or not, the way that you compartmentalize life will be to the detriment of you. Woo. Here's what I mean. If you take these things and you, own, if you never focus in on the holistic parts of it, you'll be on a singular part to the neglect of other parts. <laughs> and when you focus in on a singular part to the neglect of the other parts, time will show the decay, right? So it's like people, you wonder why people you know, wait until they're 50 to, to be strung out on drugs. You're like, how did this happen? The drug only is a coping mechanism for the neglect that has happened for the inevitable things to have shown time decay. So it's like, it's now, there's no way around it. So now I need to alter reality with the drug, some type of coping mechanism to distract me from what's going on. And what I would say to motivate people is it's inevitable. There's no way around it. Your body's going to tell it. Your relationships are going to tell it. Time is time decay is going to show whether you have sown um, where the time is going to show where you have not reaped that you have not sown. Mm. Therefore, it is best for us all to say whether it's financial, whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritually, whether it's mentally, whether it's relationally, to start sowing seeds now so that we can reap a harvest later. Right. Mm. So I would encourage those of us who, you know, some of us grew up in a tradition that focused a lot on the body through charismatic expressions. Some of us focus a lot um, on traditions that focus a lot on the head through knowledge and understanding. Some of us, you know, come from very um, Gnostic experiences, you know, that focus a lot on the spirit and think about being dead in heaven. I'm saying until you slow down enough to, to reassess where you are and the things you need to work on, you're not gonna be healed, you're not gonna be whole, and you're not gonna live out the fullness of the purpose that you have on earth. So I would just encourage anybody watching this, if you feel like, man, I'm seeing this and I wanna do something, start today. Yeah. Be honest, start saying, I wanna sow seeds in this area of my life. I'm not gonna neglect it. I'm not gonna run from it. And I'm going to start looking for proof of concept and I heard what BJ said, I need to do things that are both good to me and good for me so that I don't induce trauma um, on myself as I take care of myself.
Yeah. That's great, man. So if someone says, you know, I want to be like BJ Thompson one day, how do, how do I get in contact with this guy? What, what is, what's the best way people can get in contact with you? Yeah, you can find me at buildabetterus.com. Um, you can also follow me on social media at BJ116 on Twitter, at BJ Thompson116 on Instagram. Um, I do one-to-one coaching. I do group coaching, so I work in groups. Um, I do coaching there. Um, and people will email me, bj at buildabetterus.com for speaking requests and just the whole nine, and you can just find me there. That, that's right. Thank you so much for being on today, BJ. Thanks for having me. We really, really appreciate it, man. You, you, you've enriched me multiple times, and to kind of have this setting, man, it's just been super dope. Uh, so we, we really appreciate you, man. We'll be praying for you. Uh, Thank you. Navigate, you know, kind of the next the next things coming, the product, the the philanthropy, all that stuff, man. We know that your heart is is good behind it. And man, we'll be we'll be thinking of you. Uh, Devon, man. Thanks again. As always, I almost forgot to man. I almost forgot to man. Who day, baby? Who day? First playoff win of my lifetime, man. About to be the last week you could say that. All right. Well, yeah. anyway. Okay. It's been great. <laughs> Bro, you right. have to shoot been, it like it's that. Been, it's been great, man. It's been, hey, you don't have to shoot me like that. Great. Come on. All right. But hey, uh, BJ, I appreciate it. Dave, Thank you. it's been great. Until next Until time. Until next time. Peace. Until next time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right. Peace out.